Welcome to this week's episode of the Poetress Ponderings Podcast. You will be challenged to pause, to ponder, and then to project as a result of this week's podcast. This week, we are going back to the basics, where our host just opens up and talks to us from his heart. In this episode, Jim challenges us to grow our eternity. So once again, here is our host, Jim Poitras. Good day, everybody. This is Jim Poitras with the Poitras Ponderings Podcast, where we pause, where we ponder, and where we project. The co-host isn't here today, the magnificent Melinda. Family, they're not here today. My friends that uh, have appeared on the podcast over the last few weeks, they're not here today. It's just me. I'm flying solo today. It's just me, the real me, pausing and pondering what the Lord is doing in my life this week. I think it's true, whoever said that God speaks best through us, what God is speaking in us. So I want to chat with you, my dear friends and listeners, and thank you so much for following this podcast. I want to chat with you with a few of the things that the Lord has been dropping into my spirit uh, this week. And during the pandemic, I don't know if there's any song that has captivated your attention, but one of the songs that has captivated mine over and over again is a song by Jimmy Needham, which says, Clear the Stage. And lately, I've been thinking about this point. I want to see a touch of God's divinity in my humanity. I want there to be a time in my life on a regular basis where his divinity touches with my humanity. I want to be able to see that. I want to be able to sense that. And when I was listening to that song again the other day, there's a a line in the song that says, anything I put before my God is an idol. I want to be able to pull down the idols in my life, the distractions in my life. And I started to pause and ponder, is there anything in my life that I could say is an idol that is captivating my attention, that it's in my every thought? And uh, I thought of those that I love so much, those that I have a close relationship with, and that could mean some of you listening today, but is there anyone that I love and I have a relationship with that is closer than my relationship with God? Could those be idols in my life? And I came up with this, that I can maintain my love and relationship with those that are closest to me 
but I need to go ahead and increase my relationship and my love for the God that I serve because I want to see his divinity. I want to feel his divinity in my life. Uh, a scripture that's been going over and over in my mind lately is how God has planted eternity in the hearts of men. NIV says he has also set eternity in the human heart. New Living Translation, he has planted eternity in the human heart. English Standard says he has put eternity into man's heart. Another translation says also he has put eternity in their hearts. God has placed within our hearts eternity. He's planted eternity in my heart. So the question that I have for myself today is how is eternity growing in my heart? How is that eternity garden growing in my life? What's happening with that eternity garden in my life? Because I know myself far better than you know me, even though the scripture says that the heart is deceitfully wicked above all things who can know it. I think I know my heart, not as well as the Lord knows my heart, but I know my heart better than anybody else knows me. And uh, when I begin to think about my, my humanity and measure it up against scriptures like Romans chapter 12, verses number one and two, where it says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, I'm, I'm begging you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is but your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. I want to be that type of living sacrifice that's just my reasonable service. It's the least that I can do for all that he sacrificed for me. And I don't want to be conformed to this world. I, I don't want to be conformed to the patterns of this world. But I've got to see, I've got to feel that divinity. I've got to know that there's a change in my life, that there's a change in my spirit, that there's a change in the way that I do things, the way that I see things the way that I am, I want to be able to increase that relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ and to recognize that he has placed in my heart eternity. He's planted within me a piece of eternity. There's something that is deep within me that is calling out even today to something that is deep within my God. I'm concerned not about you, but I'm concerned about my humanity. Uh, I feel a little bit like John the Baptist when he prayed in John chapter 3 and verse number 30. I, I must decrease. He must increase. I mean, this is probably one of the greatest soul winners of all times. He was a, a prophet. And he said, I must decrease. There's got to be a time perpetually that there's less of me 
and that there's more of Jesus Christ in me because I want to make sure that the eternity garden is growing within me. I thought of David. The scripture says multiple times that he was a man after God's own heart. But when he looked at his humanity, his testimony was this, I am a worm. I am a reproach of men. But when eternity touched his life, when the divinity touched his life, he was after the very heart of God himself. I know that all of us were made up of body, soul, and spirit. But that body, soul, and spirit, I want to make sure that the spirit of God is living and alive, that divinity is moving in my life, that I'm a vessel of honor, that there's this clear conduit that God can pass through me because he is in me and he's the hope of glory. He's in me somewhere in my humanity, somewhere wrapped up in Jim Poitras is this body, soul, and spirit. And I want to make sure that my confidence is not in myself, that my trust is not in myself, but my trust, like Paul said in the Corinthians, that that my trust, my confidence is Godward. It's heavenward. And that's why the scripture can say, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Because when I begin to put down my humanity and I begin to lift up that divinity that is in me, there's this atmosphere of liberty where God can move because he's planted deep within the hearts and the spirits of men a piece of eternity. He's given us a measure of faith that can be increased and it can be built upon as we exercise ourselves unto godliness. That eternity garden in me, that eternity garden in you can go ahead and grow because I know that in me that is in my flesh, there dwelleth no good thing. That when I would do good, evil is present with me. And if there's anything of eternal value, anything that's of, done of eternal value or good, it's because God is in me and doing a work and he is perfecting in me those things that he wants to see. I'm amazed that the scripture says in Job chapter 26 and verse number seven, that the world that we have, that God hung that world upon nothing. So on this particular day, in my humanity, I recognize that I am nothing. But here's nothing going somewhere, doing something, because divinity is in my life. I want to be able to assess what am I doing for eternity in my life. I want to have that keen sense and sensitivity to the eternal in my life. It's it's really got to be there. There's got to be less of Jim Poitras and more of Jesus Christ operating in my life. I just have got to have that. I need to know that the eternity garden is growing in my life because he has planted a piece of eternity in me. So even though I walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty in God. It's in God 
for pulling down strongholds. We can cast down those arguments. We can cast down those thoughts and every high thing that will exalt itself in my life, in your life, against the knowledge of God. And we can bring into captivity every thought, every thing according to the obedience of Christ, according to 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses number 3 to 5. The Amplified Version says, and we are taking every thought, we're taking every purpose, we are captivating it to the obedience of Christ. So how is your eternity garden growing today? For me, I want to be strengthened in my inner man. I want to be strengthened by his spirit in my life. I want to see him moving in my life because he has planted a longing for eternity, a longing for my future in my life. One writer said his name was John Tweedale. Few things better capture the anticipation of seeing Christ face to face than a wedding. You see that bride coming through the back of the church and the look on her face and you look over to the, the groom and the look on his face. He went on to say, no matter how beautiful her dress, the bride never walks down the aisle with her gaze on the gown, but her focus is on her soon-to-be husband. And like John Tweeddale said, the expectation of seeing Christ by sight in heaven must inform how we live by faith here on the earth. Because you mark it down, eternity is planted in our hearts. A piece of eternity is living inside of me. And because of that, yes, today, divinity has indeed touched my humanity and I will never ever be the same again. That's me, Jim Poitras, and the Poitras Pondering Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Poitras Ponderings Podcast. Join us again next week for another exciting and informative episode.